Chemistro, you wizened old fool. You dare show your face around here again? And you've brought your menagerie too, I see. <laughs> a failed old man, a talking book, and a sentient pigeon. Hardly a collegium of arcane might to send me quaking in my curly-toed shoes. Very well. I may not have the element of surprise, but I can still fry you to a crisp. Smoochalon, no, it's all right. I am You nearly lit Booker ablaze! If you can't take the wizard's power, get out of the wizard's tower. Let's try again. There's no need for that. I forgive you. What? You must really not care about that book. What? I forgive you, Smoochalon. It's all right. You... forgive me? I kept you in an orb between worlds, cut off from all your friends, and you forgive me? Yes. I took a long look at myself, and I realized that How I was... dare you? You, the one who squandered my potential. You, forgive me. I should be the one forgiving you. Ah, smooch. But yes. I never will. Book of Bonding, to me. Wow, poor Buck. I see now I went too easy on you. This time I won't be so kind. No, Smoochalon. We can talk it out. Hug it out. Never. There's only one thing left to do. I'll show you I deserve to be the rightful master of the great heart. You don't mean... Oh, but I do. It's come to this, then. The most ancient of rights of relationship wizards. That's right, Camistro the Cretan. I call upon the Book of Bondings to witness me. Whoa! Can I do that? No, Booker. This is just for that great tome that contains the captured essence of relationship magic. Wow. I want to grow up to be the Book of Bondings one day. Ridiculous! Utterly, utterly ridiculous! There can only be one Book of Bondings at a time! You're more like a pamphlet of partnership. Hey! Enough! Book of Bondings, hear my vow! I, Smoochalon, seventh son of Hugulon, seventh son of Hanholgulon, challenge Camistro the Matchmage to the ancient rite of Hostoff! Are you sure there's no other way? I am always sure of everything. Then I accept. Whomsoever wins shall be the master of the heart tower and of the book. And the winner shall be entitled to a boon from the loser. Oh, Camistro, when I win, I shall bind you to be gone. Never to darken my tower again. Very well, Smoochalon. Very well. But if I should win, then... You won't. Enough talk. Let the host off commence! Hello. You must be looking for love. This is Wizard Seeking Wizard. Listeners, and welcome to a very special Wizard Seeking Wizard. As I am the challenged, I am up first. We'll need to really show off for this one. Um, Booker, flap down to the deepest part of the tower and enter my vault of dead letters. It is there that I have stowed the most difficult and strange of wizard personal ads in the hopes that they would solve themselves. I have no idea where that is. This is my first time here ever. A fair point. Then I shall go. So, you're a book. Yep. 
Do you... I don't know... Want to be my familiar? I kinda have my own thing going on. That's a shame. For you... I return, encumbered with ass! You know, that basement was wood-paneled when I left. Everything's marble now. Well, I'll figure that one out later. Anyway, wizard ads too strange to categorize. And up first we have, let me see... Gracia Cracks. Ah, yes, I recall this one. Cracks is looking for a man-thing to twist to his will, and to the will of his god, the Great Horned Rats. The Gracier is himself a rat-man, which is probably why he sent his ad inside this giant wheel of cheese. Look, it has a tag on it that says bribe. Does that man mean he's bribing me, or that I'm supposed to use it to bribe his date, do you think? Well... No matter. Let's grate ourselves an ad. Good evening, grateful and petulant ones. It is I, Gracia Cracks, and I'm looking for someone of another persuasion to perhaps break down the door on my heart meat. For the last five years of my stink life, I've been trying to get on the Council of Thirteen, and all of my efforts have been wasted due to that son of a mouse, stink god Doomclaw, toiling for hours over the black cauldron of my worn den. I started to conceive the greatest poison that the Under Kingdoms have ever seen. Starting with the shavings of a rat ogre, I added an essence of rot gut fungus the fresh rose hips from my garden, and then added in the toe clippings of my great uncle. After letting my concoction brew, I let it fester under a dark moon overnight. Then came the day of my magnificent plot. I poisoned his food sustenance and watched as he gorged himself on his own doom. But I had forgotten that he is from Clan Pestilence, and all he did was turn and thank me for the well-spiced food. Enraged, I took my knife out and was prepared to gut the councillor like a fish, but that idiot, Stinkot Doomclaw, had left his doom wheel model on the floor. I tripped, and the councillor laughed at me, calling me a clumsy oaf. I was humiliated. I asked, Stink got to flay himself for his petulance. After this setback, I realized that I can't rely on my own scathing kind. So that's why I'm here on Wizards Seeking Wizards. From my little introduction, you can probably tell where my interests lie. It's plotting and scheming. Advancing the machinations of the Great Horned Rat. And also gardening and home wrecking. I have many plans involving those stupid man things. Fortresses and rather cities. The walls will come crumbling down, but I need someone else to help my plans come to fruition. I come offering many dark secrets from the Under Kingdom. If it should so sweeten the deal and offer a little something more to our date mate, a good date match for me would be someone who is smart, but not too smart to be meddling. I am looking for someone who is willing to go above and beyond for this relationship and my machinations. A perfect date night for me would include the following. A discussion of your own plots and schemes to see if they coincide with mine. Then, a candlelit dinner of roasted elk, preferably caught by your minions. Truth be told, it's been ages since I've had a healthy relationship. But I am not terribly picky in that front. Unfortunately, remember, any date night would have to have a third seat for the Great Horned Rat. If you manage to peel away the dark and callous layers of my heart, I will ensure that when the Vermintide arrives, that your doom will be 
swift and relatively painless if you are a man thing. This ad will be delicious, melted on some bread with a bit of pickle jam. Yum. You know, Gracia, I spent a few years teaching Weasbees down at one of your fine rat universities, back when I was a adjunct professorserer. I thought that I was teaching a ragtag group of misfits about magic, but really, they were the ones teaching me. I'll never forget the lessons I learned there, whether it be to not put my career ahead of my love life, or how to fit 15 pellets in my cheeks. I hope you learn not to put your lust for vengeance against the man-things ahead of caring for your own twisted man-thing. <laughs> you call that hosting, Camistro? Yes, I do, Smortulan. Pathetic. Gracia Cracks will be so disappointed. He sent in that heartfelt personal ad so long ago, just for it to be presented so poorly, like a dragon's egg incubating for eons, cracked open to make a runny omelette. Your enunciation was muddled, your transitions were cobbled together like a dime store golem, and your advice managed to be both trite and incorrect all at once. This podcast is never going to get a sponsor if you keep that up. I'm not after any sponsors, Mujulan. You aren't? How strange. The only sponsorship I need is the joy of helping wizards find one another. I see it's embroidered on my robe. Oh, yes. You look like a race broom driver. Well, if you're such an expert on hosting this show, why don't you show us how it's done? I shall. Witness and be humbled. Wizard seeking wizard. It can be so hard to find a magical friend. Wizard seeking wizard. It's a magical ride from beginning to end. Now, I reach deep into the quivering pile of ads. You don't have to say it like that. No, I don't. Feeling its insides as I probe deeper. Uh. Harder. It doesn't even make sense. Oh, oh, that's the spot. Here it is. This ad comes from Weakbeard, merchant of fine tinctures and salves. He has a business proposition for any wizards interested in filling their purse to the brim. Weakbeard's ad came in a pallet of hand creams. I don't need any more of that than I already have, so I'll just grab one bottle and squeeze it out. Ooh, would you look at that? It's expanding all over my hands seeping into every wrinkle and ridge with sensational refreshment. So cool. So rejuvenating. Not that I need rejuvenating. I'm only 107 years old. Would you like some of this, my ancient opponent? No. Yeah, I wasn't going to give it to you anyway. Well, the cream has entirely ensconced my hands now, like two watery gloves knit from the sea itself. All I have to do to play the ad is clap my hands and... Hi, my name is Weakbeard and I signed up for this to, uh... I thought I could meet some people, you know, or just make friends, whatever happens. Uh, I love meeting new people and talking with them. So about me, well, first I should actually say my beard is nice. It's, uh, kind of a deep brown, with a little red in it, very full. I take care of it. I also use a conditioning wax on it to keep it soft. Weakbeard is actually an elvish word. It just sounds like I'm saying I have a weak beard. It means weird circumcision. Uh, so, about me, I'm an entrepreneur. I enjoy travel, good food, music, and spending time with my friends and family. I think my number one interest, especially lately, is in 
meeting and listening to new people and really getting to know them and understand what their individual interests and issues and challenges are. And oh, my interest is in na- natural products and uh, remedies. What I find one that's really exciting, I want to share it with people and just, just let them know about it. Why use magic when the earth itself has bountiful gifts to soothe and heal us? Essential oils are the essence of a plant distilled into powerful products that can be used to treat cuts and burns, anxiety, depression, digestion, skin irritation, men chasing you, dandruff, respiratory ailments, aches and pains, sleep disorder, stink butt, high cholesterol, hair and nail treatments, immune system support, bone density, morgulons, fatigue, relaxation, death grip syndrome, stretch marks, high blood pressure, colic, nausea, focal fry, repelling annoying or dangerous insects, female sexual health, sexual health, appetite, mirror madness, tooth sensitivity, general oral care, sinus infection, weight management, being trapped in a game where if you die in that game you die for real, and headaches, and improve your energy. So uh, if you're interested in natural products and how they can help you or you just also love meeting new people and learning new things, you can contact me through here. And if you're an entrepreneur as well or are interested in getting into natural products, I have a limited, very exclusive number of positions for licensed independent sales managers. That's that's my title too. That's where you can be your own boss and be part of a network marketing movement. Just just get in touch with me and I'd be happy to learn about you and you know help with how even a part-time natural products business that was just a few hours a week could help you supplement your income, pay off debt, whatever you need extra money for. I look forward to hearing from you. Uh, my name is Weakbeard. The beard is fine, though. It's it, it means something else. Thank you. Oh, Weakbeard. If you're going to send in an ad like that, we really ought to charge you for a commercial spot. I told you these were my thorniest ads. And I also told you no sponsorships. Now, if you're such a good host, host that smoochalon. Tell the audience at home why they should match with Weakbeard and his essential oils. <laughs> Easy. Weakbeard is a wizard who knows what he wants, listeners. And as I've taught you before, that is the very crux of a good relationship. Trust, openness, and communication are key, and Weakbeard is more transparent than the Invisiglass Fortress of Archmage Lenticula, without the moat full of dead birds at the bottom. And not only that, he's the face of a movement to be your own boss. Take it from me, apprenticeship can be cruel and miserable. That one hurt. Control your own destiny. Live your own life and no one else's. It can all be yours. Just call Weakbeard, the mild-mannered essential oils independent sales manager, and know true freedom. Oh, man, I want to sell essential oils. Booker, don't help him. Plus, that stuff is extremely flammable. And now, back to my envious and unfortunate co-host. Take it away, Camistro. Follow that up. In a moment, after I get this idea out of Booker's index. I bet I could rig up some little jars so I could carry them. Oh no, he's fantasizing about jars. I need to head this off at the pass. Uh, Booker, you know what else is like selling essential oils? I'm listening. Being in a mind-crushing cult of personality. Wow. Oh. I'm learning so much about the world. I want to sell oils in a cult. No. Booker, that's not the lesson I need you to take away. Here, yeah, I know it'll help get this through your binding. A wizard personal ad from someone who knows the sting of having their ego crushed again and again. Let me see. Um, It's somewhere in this pile of ads from the vaults. You could just as easily locate it using the might of the arcane as your two useless old hands. This is my ad, Smoochalon. I don't need your help. Ha! Found it! The wizard personal ad of the all-powerful Jeff. In inconvenient jigsaw puzzle form. So you'll make us wait for you to assemble it then? Ugh, what a waste of time. 
I see you'll do anything to keep yourself out of that orb for a moment longer. If you think I would waste a moment of our listeners' precious time, you don't know Chemistro the Matchmage. Fastest puzzler in the tri-ley line area. Well, if you're half as willing to waste their time as you were to waste mine, then I'm surprised more of them haven't died of old age. Ouch. Okay, I deserved that, too. Uh, fine, then. I shall complete this puzzle using the most ancient of wizard methods. Cheating! Jigso facto puzzle mess. There. The completed personal puzzle ad of the all-powerful Jeff. Listen closely, Booker. You'll see that you don't want to go down this path. Hello, my name is uh, Jeff. Uh, some may know me more as the all-powerful Jeff, but um, I just prefer Jeff. Um, um, uh, if you're uh, curious about the things that I'm into, um, I'm a big, I'm a big jigsaw puzzle fan. I, I do like a good jigsaw. Um, you know, uh, w- whether it be an enchanted jigsaw that contains secrets of the universe, or just, you know, just a pretty flower. Those ones, honestly, the ones that are just pretty flowers, harder because the, because you can't, you can't, you can't cheat. I mean, you can transmute and cheat, but it would, it would, what's the, what's the fun? What's the fun in that? Right, right. Uh, oh, uh, I also uh, deeply enjoy discovering the unknowable secrets of the universe and the very nature of magic, where the ley lines of magic intertwine, creating our realities and arcane uh, uh, phenomena, but mostly it's the jigsaw. Honestly, I just... A good jigsaw puzzle, I, you know, it's just... It's a great way to spend a Tuesday. That's just how I, I chill on a Tuesday, as the as my my younger nephew says. Uh, I think I don't know if he actually has ever said that. <clears throat> um, but uh, I guess uh, down to brass tacks, I um I'm I'm looking for love. Uh, I uh, as we all are, it's it's very uncomfortable and awkward to talk about. I'm sure, but um. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm looking uh, right now. Um, I have been in several uh, serious relationships before, and I'm looking for something a little bit more casual. Um, but, you know, I'm not ruling out something serious if it happens. Uh, it's just, you know, last time I was in a serious relationship, I, um, you know, it turned out they were a cult leader. And, you know, they, they, they promised an unspeakable, unknowing knowledge. And I was like, that's really hot. And so I it was very into it. And then turns out like two to three years later, I'm in working in a mine, uh, mining just, just dumb rocks to work my way up to the top of a, a hierarchy that I still don't seem to understand because I did not pay enough money, um, to understand it, so I uh, I'm, I don't want that. I'm not looking for a cult leader. Um, but if you're a cult leader, that's fine. Um, just not my not my preferred lifestyle, um, because I've definitely been burned before, especially the other time where um, I was told to sacrifice one of my fingers, and I did. So I actually only have uh, well, I have all five hands because I and I have a healing spell. But I, I did it is it did hurt. It did hurt a lot, and. Uh, and I didn't learn an unknowable knowledge. That's really what got me, is that it's not that I was promised something, it was that I was lied to, you know? If they if they truly believed, and if they truly believed that they were uh, going to give me unknowable knowledge for the low, low price of one ninety nine. um... Uh, in several installments, which end up being about three million dollars, um, you, you know, I, I feel like they should have just been upfront that it was a business and not a relationship. So that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a relationship with someone who likes a good, uh, a, a good puzzle, a good puzzle, um, um, like a, a in a rom com. I think I haven't seen a rom com. No, I well, I I have a friend named Romcom, but he is a he's a he's a he's a, he's a golem. He's a golem that I I I made. I, I made him in, in an effort to find an unknowable knowledge. Turns out I accidentally 
uh, uh, filled his spirit bottle with um, the spirit of a cult leader, and I actually got thrown into a ley line of magic, and I was stuck there for several years. So, uh, it, see, I just, I just keep falling into these habits. Um, so, uh, I also am an oversharer. I, I, I hope, I hope that's okay. But I believe truth and honesty is important. So, um, uh, my name is Jeff. Um, uh, I also like I also like lemonade. Lemonade's pretty good. Um, yeah, and so uh, we we can go. I actually know a restaurant right by um, the 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 font of magic where with which uh, divination comes from. It has a really scenic view. You can actually see all of the realities all at once, um, and they have really good shrimp scampi. So uh, if you want to go on a date with me at um, uh, uh, tavern at the end of the existence. Um, I think we would we would have a great night, and I as long as no cults. That's all. Of course, one drawback of that spell is hit the deck. <laughs> the puzzles don't stay solved. <clears throat> now, Booker. Do you see why being in a cult is pretty sad? Yes, but I think I would have learned the lesson better if I had some essential oils to relax me. You don't even have a nose! <sighs> well, all-powerful Jeffrey, you may be all-powerful, but you aren't all self-loving. If you want to find true love, you must first Learn to love yourself. And you're right there, Camistro. For once... Shut up! Wait, what? You agree with me? No. It's fairly easy to make a doppelganger out of wax to do that with, but I caution you. Build it with an acceptance of its own death in it, otherwise it will try to steal your body post-coitus. There are a lot of melting wax wizards out there. Or you can try doing a steam of wax, but I've never been a wizard who's taken that path. Best to make love to an exact wax duplicate of yourself. It's easier all around. What? No! Do the second thing. Help a gnome reach a high shelf. Teach a unicorn about sex positivity. A volunteer to change the bandages on a mummy. Do not f*** a wax copy of yourself. Well... Speaking of mixed messages, I need one last ad from this pile to complete my hosting domination. Here, I'll grab one from the top. Say this one. This big block of marble. This ad comes from Margoloth Blood Artist, a wayward muse in search of a genius to inspire. This ad is somewhere in this block of marble. As the great sculpt mage Magellangelo famously said, inside every block of marble is a work of art waiting to escape, because a wizard trapped it in there as punishment. I'll just use my wand as a chisel and work away the stone. Yes, yes, it's taking shape already. Oh, beautiful. I'm a savant. Smoochalon, Margoloth put that in the marble. You're just uncovering the ad. I'm sure that's what it looks like to an amateur and a hack. That's how you said it worked. Hush now. Behold, my statue of Margoloth blood artist, muse to art wizards everywhere. Stupid. Looks crummy. It... Yes, it's coming to life. Sing my creation. Sing your ad for all to hear. Hello, I am Margoloth, blood artist. It would be my honor to be your muse. Yes, something deeper than your lover, your mistress, your beloved, even. Together, we will create romance that transcends the boundaries of the physical realm. Romance that can only exist in our collective imagination and, in turn, on the page. You must think me coy, poetic, vague. <laughs> Let me put it more clearly. 
I do not seek a lover, I seek a writer to write my love story. You see, I'm simply not ready for earthly love. It's all too overwhelming and dire. More so than any battle I've ever won or lost. It's all, it's all too messy and uncertain. In a love story, a suitor wouldn't be repelled when they look at my rough hands, coarse and burnt by my sacred flame. No written lover would feel intimidated by my stature or by the tales they've heard of my defeat of Chamberlain, wicked elder of Foglesby. With your words, my suitors will see the true me, not my armour. They'll stay by my side long enough to leave the battlefield and instead lounge on a misty Sunday morning, enjoying the pleasures of doing the weekend crosswords of a wee coffee, or, or strong drinks perhaps, should we spend all day in bed discussing the literature of Christine de Pizon, or debating the representation of Grendel's mother, only finishing the crossword as the blood-red sun sets over the hills. You know me as Morgoloth, as a warrior and fire mage, but I am a writer myself. But, of course, they say, write what you know, and I don't know love. You, you know love. You have an imagination that blossoms as your quill swells with ink from your well. A well deep with pigment and metaphor. You have the patience to sit with me for hours, allowing yourself to know and understand my heart beneath my calloused exterior. And you have a way with words, of course. In your words, I feel the breeze on my skin, soft and fragile, like the wings a butterfly, as my billowing sails bring me to Circe's island and into her enchantment. My desire fortifies me against her potions. Rather than transform into an animal at her will, I transform her lonely heart. Our fingers entwine as we work at her loom, weaving our stories together. In your words, Merlin and I reach our climactic battle. He had once been my mentor, but time had torn us into nemesis. As the fires rage around us and within our chests, we finally see clearly how our fates have always been entangled. We reach out, our staffs touch, and the pulse of electricity shoots through our... Oh, um, oh, I do apologize, I got her, I got her, got her, but, um, yes, something like that. You'll write my love story, bring it to life, and I will be your muse. Alas, such perfect craft is not long for this flawed and broken world. This is why we must make art, to fill a decaying world with beauty, if only for a little while. If Margoloth inspired you just as she inspired me to carve that wondrous sculpture, give her a call, meet this muse, and heal the world together! You know, Margoloth, I'm a bit of a writer myself. Perhaps you've heard of the long-running romance and adventure series starring my O.C. Kissyalon, the charismatic. Every single episode has a five-star review on Wizfic Weekly. Wizfic Weekly is a blog where I review online fiction. It's very highly regarded. I'll read some right now. Mojolon, we haven't got much time left. Kissyalon kicked down the dungeon door with his big, beefy legs. Stop right there, Relatio the Wretched, he shouted, shaking the stones with his mighty bellow. I'll never let you steal all the realm's friendship energy. Impossible, cried Relatio. I tossed you from the peak of the Tower of Torture. However did you survive? Relatio's chicken familiar Eros flapped very stupidly around the room. My many, many, many lovers, friends, and animal companions came to my rescue, explained Kissulon. I told them everything. Subscribe to the adventures of Kissulon the Charismatic to learn what happens next. You gave that five stars? Really? I know, but six wasn't an option. <sighs> Very well. I see how it is. 
Before we conclude, I believe we must see how our wizard date from last time went. Oh, I can't wait to hear all about another couple whose lives you ruined, Relatio. Well, you'll have to keep waiting, Kissulon, because this next couple of wizards are the Corpse Baron and Sakimet of the Neuroses, and they went on a lovely picnic together. I'm sure that... Even though they weren't exactly what the other was looking for, they found something that blooms between them. Something that neither expected. Just you wait until we listen to this thought imprint right here. So the first date didn't quite work out as planned in that there wasn't actually a date to speak of. I am Sekhmet of Neuroses. And I totally flaked on my date like a magic jerk. Sekhmet didn't show, which is fine. People are busy. <sighs> I'm not taking it personally. And you know what? I think that's good advice for anyone out there. Don't take something like this personally. Just brush the cobwebs off your enchanted sentient mirror and say, I'm a catch. And hopefully that sentient mirror will say so too before demanding a sacrifice. Obviously, I was going to be nervous about a date. Even if it was a date with the prettiest, most graceful masseuse wizard, I would be nervous. But it wasn't a date with the prettiest wizard. Oh, no, instead it's some necromancer with a big, intimidating castle and zombies and skeletons and probably he has cold hands all the time and... Now I'm being mean, which isn't fair to him. Anyway, I planned on meeting Sekhmet at Skullspire Peak, which, contrary to the name, is actually quite beautiful this time of year. The phoenixes were migrating, and so I packed a nice lunch of century prosciutto, wizard berry wine, and dancing chopsticks. I mean, I agreed to go, didn't I? And why did I agree to that anyways? <laughs> the migration of the phoenixes? Yeah, right. Like I'm really going to mess with those flaming pigeons after my little firebug incident? So I let my nerves get the better of me. And I flaked. For you aspiring home chefs out there, century prosciutto isn't that hard to make. Get a pork leg, go to a cavern, open up a portal, send the pork leg, salted, back in time a hundred years, and then boom, century prosciutto right there at your feet. It's not like I didn't try. I must have tried on 20 different looks while I psyched myself up in the mirror. It was just one of those days where none of the fabric sits on your body quite right. I gave Sekhmet an hour before opening up the wine and prosciutto, which I slowly demolished while sketching the phoenixes in my pad. I know how to look good for myself. I know what looks sexy for lady wizards, but for the corpse baron? <laughs> totally stumped. By the time I'd put on something I felt like I actually wanted to step out of my Baba Yaga in, I was already late, and I had no appetite for a picnic and was just feeling generally crummy, so I laid down on my messy floor for a while instead. I had all these topics in my head that I wanted to talk about and had no one to talk about them with, so I just spoke aloud. My hopes, my dreams, my hobbies. I asked the wind what it wanted out of life. It did not respond, but if it did, I assumed it would ask, Corpse Baron, what do you want out of life? What do you want your opus to be? Because that's a fun first date question, you know? Eventually, after the knot in my stomach undid itself, I got up, conjured myself a lovely fruit, cheese, and veg platter, and threw on my best loungewear. After all, if I was staying in, I should get comfy. I still had some strong lingering funk from my date prep anxiety, so I went for a rummage in my tooth collection. Teeth are kind of my yoga. The yoga wizards will love that one. So I thought to myself, what is my opus? Yes, I have the Shambling Castle, and yes, it is populated with an army of the undead. But that's not an opus, that's a, that's a home. With a glassblown studio and an infinity pool in it, but it's still just a home. An opus is what you're remembered for. And so I said to the wind, drunk off of the wizardberry, that I wanted to reanimate a whole city. What city the wind could have asked but didn't because it's just the wind? Frostthorn, I said, locked under its grand dome of ice by an alliance of good-hearted wizards and wise kings. 
It was lost to history, but I would return it to those pages. A grand spectacle under glass. Picking through my chompers, I came across one of my rarest and most elegant set of denticles. They belong to the Iron Maiden fish, an elusive creature found only in the deepest and most mana-rich ocean trenches. It is called the Iron Maiden fish due to its dentition, that is to say, the arrangement of its fangs. They're around the length of a mortal man's forearm, thin as the blood of one who breaks his promises, and sharp enough to cleave any hammer that attempts to forge them into a blade. They also have a soothing, almost angelic light blue glow. I spent the night admiring them, wishing I could share their beauty with others. Knowing I could. If only I'd stop holding myself back. Because, Wind, there are a lot of things in this world you can't control. But you can control a city-sized snow globe full of corpses. Today, I'm flying my giant bat into town to hand the Wizard Council of Extranatural Biology my application to create the Occult Tooth Archive. The Council doesn't mess around. Everything must be completed by hand, no magic allowed, in quintuplicate. If anything is the slightest bit out of place, if I so much as forget to dot an I, they'll immobilize my Baba Yaga, return the forms to sender, and I'll have to fill them all out again, plus an extra apology page for wasting their time. Everything about the council intimidates me and turns my guts into an anxious pit. But then, I remember my Iron Maiden fangs. I think about what the Tooth Archive could be, not just for me, but for wizards everywhere. A library, an armory, or even a monastery. I am Sekhmet of Neuroses, and I do not always know what I want, but I know I want this. Anyway, with my stomach full of alcohol and ancient pork, I opened up a portal to the frozen city and began my grim work. I didn't expect it to happen this way, but with the phoenixes overhead, your mind starts thinking romantic thoughts. Perhaps someday, the Corpse Baron will visit my archive, and he and I can swap skulls. So that was my date. Wow, Camistro, you are bad at this. They didn't even meet. You must feel the cold, sharp hand of failure closing around you even now. Just as I feel the warm, soft hand of success reaching around me. Even if they didn't meet, they were still galvanized by the moment, Smoochie. Galvanized to look deeper inside their hearts. Galvanized to pursue their career ahead of their love life, you mean? A relationship with oneself is still a relationship. Mm, you keep telling yourself that. I shall. And now that the host off has been brought to a close, I think you shall find that it's time for the Book of Bondings to render its judgment as to which wizard hosted the mosted. Oh, was that all? I barely broke a sweat. And I love sweating. Oh, that explains the new smell in this tower. When all this is over, I'll have to call the memory genie down the road to help me forget that. And the smell genie to help clean. Probably not in that order. Anyway, it says here in the book that in order to make its judgment, we must complete the writing ritual. Ah, this shall be our spell of the week. What does that entail? I've forgotten. I haven't performed a rating ritual since that time I took a personality test and the ritual said, Outlook not so good. There was something wrong with the spell, obviously. So I had the memory genie remove my knowledge of how to perform it. Hmm, sounds like it's working perfectly fine to me. Well, let's rustle up some reagents and I'll show you the ropes. I'm perfectly capable of locating ropes myself, old man. Well, how do I know you won't cheat? How do I know you won't? Fine. We'll take turns adding components. That way we can't cheat. Or our cheating will cancel out. Whichever. In the end, double cheating is the same as trust. And isn't trust the greatest magic of all? 
No, the greatest magic of all is that of Wizzowiz, the mage who casts other mages as spells. Damn, how did I forget Wizzowiz? Well, well, you know what I mean. That I do. I find your terms tolerable. Let us cast. As the more gorgeous mage, I shall go first. As the ritual demands. First, I shall add in six tomatoes. And half a dozen tomatoes. I shall add the expertise of a white-guessing carny. Why, you there, sir. Smooch along, I believe. You weigh 185 pounds. I guess we'll just never know if he was right. You could weigh yourself. We'll just never know. I'll add a broom made of sweepstakes. Jackpot. And finally, two fighting spirits. I'll toss in my bowling trophy. That didn't have your name on it. Of course it didn't. I bought it from a bowling champion. Oh, I see your game. Then I'll add this blue ribbon I won at the Big Wiz State Fair for Fattest Pig, which they had to cross out pig on and add chemistro when they found out too late what I had done. I'll never forgive you for making me help you win that. I didn't hear you complaining when we won a year's supply of pecan pie. Ooh, you're always like this. I'll throw in my laurel wreath with all the leaves that have my face drawn on. I'll use my Oscar for best wizard that I stole from Gandalf. And finally, the ingredient that seals the spell. An end of competition totally non-romantic, utterly insignificant, traditional hat on the butt. Let us commence as we speak the magic words. Wow! The Book of Bondings! It exploded! What in the infinite realms of Wizopolis just happened? Oh, my skin! My beautiful, sweaty skin! Oh, the pages from the Book of Bonding scraped my skin! Smoochulon, put aside your paper cuts. The Book of Bondings has torn itself to shreds! It hasn't rendered a judgment, it's just rendered its own destruction. I told you the spell was defective! I don't think that's it. I think we were both putting so much magical energy into that spell of the week that we overwhelmed the book. That blasted book never helped me do anything, apart from putting you in an orb which you escaped from anyway. I say good riddance. All that relationship, Arcana. All those spells. Gone. Destroyed by two ambitious wizards too jealous to share a tower. Shame! Shame on both of us! I will feel no such thing! Without the book to decide the competition, there's only one way. <gasps> Not the ancient right of audience feedback! The very same! Listeners, we have two votes for you this episode. Vote not only for which of our difficult wizards should date each other, you must also vote for who is the best relationship wizard in the realms, me or Smoochulon. If you insist. Cast your votes, listeners. Just know there's a free subscription to the adventures of Kissulon the Charismatic if you vote for moi. No, no there isn't. Ignore that. We eagerly await your vote, listeners, for the next and final episode of Season 1 of Wizard Seeking Wizard! The first season? You said this was just to pass time in the orb! Uh, we'll see. It's, it's up in the air. Thank you for listening to Wizard Seeking Wizard. This is a community project made to give people something fun to do during our long isolations. 
All wizards were written and performed by the person portraying them. The hosting segment of this episode was written by Max Kreisky and Mark Camposano. Sound design was done by Tal Manier. You can find Tal on Twitter at Starplanes. In this episode, a salty rat was Gracier Crax. You can find a salty rat on Twitch at twitch.tv slash a salty rat. He also produces articles slash voice acting commissions on Patreon at patreon.com slash salty rat. Rob Mulligan was the all-powerful Jeff. You can find Rob on Twitter at Mural Goblin. He also creates the podcasts Adventure Incorporated at Adventure Inc. Pod, a D&D actual play, and Good Stuff at Good Stuff Podcast. That's Stuff with one F, uh, which is an Oreo review podcast for the very many flavors of Oreos that exist out there in the world. It's a lot of Oreos. You'd be surprised. And he tells you which ones are good. Eric Trageser was Weakbeard. You can find Eric on Twitter at real underscore Eric underscore T. Bridget Copes was Margoloth Blood Artist. You can find Bridget on Twitter at Bridget Joko. That's Bridget, J-O-C-O. She would also like to promote Blittle League, a theatrical tabletop RPG live play set in the Blaseball universe. Follow the adventures of a team of 10-year-old Little League Blaseball players as they fight monsters, solve mysteries, and face the everyday challenges of growing up. The show is performed live Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thesplortshub. John Serpico and Maya Staten reprise their roles as the Corpse Baron and Sekhemet of the Neuroses, respectively. You can find them on Twitter, at John Serpico and at Jokewitch. Smoochilon the Smug was once more played by Josh Rubino, who you can find on Twitter, at Professor Coppermain. Transcripts were provided by Lex Lewis. Our theme song was written and performed by Mess and Finesse Studios in Somerville. You can find them on Twitter, at Mess plus Finesse. Our logo was designed by Julie Benvisat. You can find her on Instagram at T underscore four underscore JBass or on Twitter at art underscore of underscore JBass. I'm Max Kreisky and I play Chemistro the Matchmage and Booker the Book. You can find me on Twitter at Max to the K. If you've been enjoying Wizard Seeking Wizard and you want to help us make the show, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash whizforwiz. We have started doing monthly Q&As with Camistro and myself, and the first one is up there now. Thank you to our Patreon backers, Jordan Church, Kira Romanello, Kelly Houlihan, Jen Geronimo, Logan Cheshire, and Grace Malinka. Your support helps make the show possible. If occasional Q&As and our eternal gratitude doesn't sound good to you, you can still get our eternal gratitude and a cool piece of merch at our Tee Public store, which we've just opened. You can find that at TeePublic at tpublic.com slash wizard-seeking-wizard. Thank you again. We'll see you next time here on Wizard Seeking Wizard. So, what do we do now? We just wait here until the votes come in? I've waited far longer in far stranger circumstances. I suppose so. Do you want to play Smoochel on poker? No, thanks. Hmm. Relatio the wretched strikes again. <laughs> <laughs>